Here at Siren Soapbox, we believe that if you wait until something is perfect to share it, then the world may never see it. This episode isn't our best work, but we sure are proud that we put ourselves out there. We are lifelong learners and explorers, and we lead by example. We want our early work to be proof of that. We've learned and grown so much over the last year, and if you're new here, we invite you to listen to our show starting with the most recent episode, then work your way back. are not alone because there is strength in sisterhood no one knows that better than annie becky jess lauren mary and tracy six lovely sirens who have been through the storms of life and help one another through the other side join them in this safe space to unwind with these uniquely minded women as they sound off on a different topic each week with some tips and tricks for everyday quandaries along the way They don't always agree, but they will always love each other. Now, let's dive into another amazing episode of The Siren Soapbox. Well, welcome to another week with these sirens here on our soapbox. This week, we watched a documentary that was released last year, 2020, Um, depending on what year you're listening to this. Maybe that wasn't last year. But anyway, it was released in 2020. Um, It's called Close Encounters of the Fifth Kind, Contact Has Begun. And this is a documentary that was produced by a dude named Stephen Greer. He's actually Dr. Stephen Greer. He's a medical doctor who gave up his medical career to spend his life teaching the world about reaching out to extraterrestrials. And we all watched a documentary and we all have an opinion and I'm going to go first. Oh, wait, I I forgot to say, if I say something offensive, if things get too heated, we have a safe word and that is mango. Mango. Hopefully I don't say anything too offensive while we're talking about aliens, but I'm uh, ready for my soapbox. So here we go. I, first of all, love this topic. I absolutely love, um, well, I, I totally believe in aliens because you, in my opinion, it would be ignorant to not believe there is other life form. We are not the, the only living intelligent beings in this universe. It's just impossible. We are in the Milky Way galaxy, which is one of millions and millions and millions of galaxies. So uh, there have to be more, more intelligent life out there. I felt like his, his method of contacting extraterrestrial took me down this weird rabbit hole that I feel like the sirens have been headed down over the last several weeks, kind of unknowingly. Uh, Well, sort of knowingly when we hit on the manifestation things, but this guy, he's like talking about getting into your, your, um, sorry, excuse me. What did he call it? Oh my gosh. I took so many notes. I don't know. We'll get back to that later. But this guy's talking about meditating, getting into your your inner conscious, reaching that place of consciousness that's unbound. Then you can you can 
contact all of these beings out in the universe. It got very spiritual, I felt. And I thought that that was an interesting aspect. So I don't know. I have a lot of things to say about it. And I'm excited to do so. But first, I want to hear what Tracy Cole has to say. That Was that two minutes? No. I don't know. But I felt I, I my thoughts were not together. I was rambling. I needed to pass the torch because I'm ready to ask some super cool questions and just get into the conversation. All right. Torch taken. Uh, I also believe that there are very likely other intelligent beings in other universes or in other galaxies. Um, I'm not overly educated on the topic. It's just something that makes common sense to me that the universe is so huge. There have to be other intelligent beings out there. Um, I, I did find his ideas interesting in that I do think that there's, there's a, a larger force that we're all a part of. And if that is the case, then it makes sense that in a meditative state, we could connect with each other and communicate. Um, I two hours of my life, I'll never get back. And I kept moving the cursor on my computer screen, wondering <laughs> how much longer was left of this. I don't know. I, I, I felt like such a dynamic topic and such an interesting and unique idea. It should have been a really interesting topic that maybe if he had condensed it all into 45 minutes, I would have been on the edge of my seat. I don't know, but I really struggled in this one. Um, I, I, I thought it was stretched out and I don't know. I, I felt like there were times that he or other people talking were using metaphysical terms so that they could sound really smart and convincing. I, I really struggled with this <laughs> one. And next up is LC. All right. So I kind of feel like I take responsibility for this one because I suggested this movie. Um, but when Tracy said she doesn't get two hours of her life back, I don't even know how many hours I spent reading The Secret. <laughs> so, consider this payback. Uh, I actually, I've watched this movie twice now. And the first time, my 19, almost 20-year-old cat passed away. And I just needed something to just, like, what's the most ridiculous thing that I can watch? Aliens. Of course I believe in aliens. My, my question I want to pose to everybody later is, why in the hell are they here on Earth? Out of all the places, and is the universe really that boring that, you know, we're, I guess we are kind of interesting. But anyway. Uh, I have an answer to that. That's oh, why I can't wait to get to the conversation. I can't wait to hear it. Um, so I didn't really like it the first time. I couldn't finish it the first time. But when I was taking notes on it, I enjoyed it a little bit more. Um and I know what Jess is going to say about the government, but I kind of, I feel like I don't care what side you're on. The government is hiding stuff from us. And if there are aliens, there are aliens. They are hiding stuff from us. They don't want us to know that. I totally agree with. Um, but that was my big question. Like, why, why are they here? Um, 
And they were using electromagnetics to also try and find the aliens, which is what they use when you're ghost hunting. So I was like, well, maybe, maybe do we not know that they're aliens? Are they ghosts or are they angels? So um, that was interesting. And I did think that it was very funny how it all kind of tied in together with the manifestation stuff um, that we're, we are going down this rabbit hole. But I, I kind of enjoyed the, the show and that is my soapbox and it's on to Jessica. <laughs> oh no, are you in trouble? What did I do? Well, I mean, I said it purposefully earlier, but I don't think Elsine actually meant it mean this time. Sorry. So, you, should, you should start her timer over. <laughs> so I am um, with TC. I did not like it. I I didn't get past, what did I tell you ladies, like half an hour? Mm-hmm. Um, and I kept saying like, okay, I'll, I'll restart it. I'll, well, not restart it, but I'll, I'll resume it before we record. And I just couldn't, <laughs> I just couldn't bring myself to do it. I absolutely believe in aliens. Um, the universe is far too vast to be, um, you know, prideful enough to think that we're the only ones. Um, but the, like he started out by saying like, I'm going to show you this way of communicating in this like different level. There's like writing and then there's, um, experiencing them. And then this like other level of communicating with them. And I'm going to show you examples of that. And then they proceeded to show a bunch of video. Like, there was no communication in the video. They were just showing, like, the same shots over and over again of lights in the sky. And I'm like, you're going to show me that you've communicated with them? Then show me that you've communicated with them. And then he just kept going into this rant about how, like, the government is trying to keep him down. And the man is keeping him down. And government is evil. And just after this last year we've had, I don't need to hear that i'm watching this to be entertained i don't want to listen to the government is evil the government made my dad kill himself like all this other stuff and i'm just like no i just want to see aliens (laughs) show me the aliens talk about the aliens don't talk about how horrible your life is because the man is keeping you down (laughs) so that's my my short soapbox today because I despised it. You did your two minutes, <laughs> but I gotta ask, you didn't watch the whole thing, so you don't I know you see the good stuff. Like they, they showed you aliens. Well, oh, Tracy, videos it was like in okay. the corner, like this is an E5 sighting. It, no, it's not. They, there was no communication. They showed a light that was in the shape of a triangle, and they said the alien has a triangle-shaped head. Yeah, that guy. That guy was a uh, a master healer, Tracy. That's what they look like. What about Bijou from Andromeda? I'm pretty sure that guy wants to be my buddy. I fucking love Bijou. <laughs> Jessica, you guy, the guy that was like this. Yeah, hold on. <laughs> let me see. Let me see if I can do it. Oh yeah, that guy. He was he was striking like yeah he was striking like a dance move in the sky. Whoop. But 
Yeah, he was tiny. Did they, do the people see that or is just on camera? Like that part I didn't get. I kind of felt like it was a two hour long sales pitch to get us to go out to the desert to go have our own alien encounter. Well, I bought the app. <laughs> oh, <yes>. oh. <laughs> Wait, I wrote it down. It's, here it is. These are my notes. This is all I can take. Yeah. Oh, I have a time. Yeah, I have a time. Contact app. Yeah, this I bought that. app will help you contact beings from other galaxies. Yeah, so this is what I think to do, Sirens. When we're when we're on our retreat, we should try to contact aliens. Absolutely. I have the protocol. I know how to do it. That is awesome. <laughs> so, has anybody had any experience? That guy again. Hi, Dino. <laughs> hey, Dino. Maybe not. Um, I, well, anybody had any experiences, UFOs, anything? I was out in my backyard Saturday and, uh, was burning like a bunch of cardboard and peeing standing up, which we'll talk about in another episode. But I think I saw something weird in the sky. I was drinking. I, I don't know. I can't like <laughs> confirm one way or the other. But I I do feel like okay, this is gonna sound super bizarre. First of all, I think there's shit flying around above us all the time and we just don't pay attention. We don't look up enough. I don't think we spend enough time looking up to the stars. And I know that's true of myself. Before I met Mark Demko, he's like a total um, space nerd, which I love about him. But I think before him, I didn't spend enough time looking up either. But so I and 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 what you said, Elsie, though a couple of those people said that you could only see the craft on like their infrared cameras. So is it possible that stuff's flying around that we can't see? Is it interdimensional? Like the guy was talking. Dr. Greer said something about uh, dimensional bleeding. Is that what it is? Are we only able to see it when we're on that particular vibration? I don't know. It's all bizarre to me. I mean, it would have to be because if they traveled at the speed of light, it would still take a very long time. It's just, you know, pleasure ride to Earth to check out the Earthlings. There's got to be a much, much faster way to travel than the speed of light. So I'm sure they're, you know. Yeah, and he does say that the speed of light is too slow. I, mean, I guess I'm with Elsie in that if they can do all this travel, why are they coming here? Oh, I like, have an answer. We are not very evolved. We are horrible, violent selfish beings that are destroying our planet so like shouldn't they have passed the words to the other aliens out there like "Mm." well that's what he said this is is the tennessee of the universe (laughs) (laughs) but he said that they can travel beyond the speed of light they would have to so they are obviously very very high tech and we are very primitive so I think I know the answer to this, but Mary, what do you get? It's like going to the museum. Exactly, Jess. It's interesting that you say that we're a shithole of a planet 
because that's exactly why they're coming to visit us because they are concerned about our hostility and the damage that we're causing to not only our own planet, but to the universe as a whole. Side note to this, I was watching, I don't know, the news or something the other day. I always have the news on. And I saw a video of an astronaut hitting a golf ball like on the moon or something, it, somewhere in outer space as the astronaut hits a golf ball. Only an American would take a fucking golf ball into outer space and hit it off of the moon. Why? Why do we need to introduce the golf ball into that fucking universe? That's why. All right. So speaking of, speaking of golf balls and why aliens would come to the United States, there's an episode of Seinfeld where Kramer hits a golf ball into the sea and it lands where? Does anybody know? In the blowhole of a whale. The aliens <laughs> are coming here to see the freaking whales who are extremely peaceful and intelligent. And the aliens are trying to figure out why all of the little earth fleas called humans are destroying the entire planet that the whales earth fleas. I mean, the, the earth is a really beautiful planet. Oh, yeah, it is. Just because we think we may or may not be as intellectually advanced as an alien i'm sure it's what's more interesting really intellectually advanced beings sitting around and talking about postulates or crazy ass motherfuckers doing random shit like we do i mean i, I mean i prefer I, the latter <laughs> So what I'm hearing is we're the Jerry Springer of the universe. Everybody We're the Kramer of the universe. Oh God. <laughs> I think I like the Kramer of the universe analogy better. <laughs> I will say so. I mean, perhaps perhaps the aliens are actually coming to attempt communication with the whales and we Wait, just getting in the way we just the assume octopuses. it's us because that's what we do we assume it's all about us right mm -hmm. okay. uh, so well, another thing that dr greer said is all right first of all can we just talk about our, i loved this whole two hours i watched it you guys, Tracy's like, I forced myself to watch it one time. Jess is like, I uh, got through 10 minutes. And by the way, 10 minutes into this, into this documentary, after the credits rolled, the credits roll again. How many fucking times do they have to roll credits at the beginning of this fucking documentary? But then, all right, so I watched it. I played it. I didn't like pay attention and watch it vigilantly. I watched it vigilantly once, but it played in my house four times in the last two weeks. You beat me, uh. wow. <laughs> nope. Damn. Nope. nope. I loved it. I couldn't get enough of it. But this guy is corny as shit, okay? First of all, Dr. Greer claims to have created the protocol to invite the extraterrestrials to our planet while in a deep meditative state with the extraterrestrials. They built this protocol together. Like he is some sort of alien god. How do we feel about this? 
Well, okay. My takeaway when I was watching this is how in the fuck did I get to say it first? You might have. Oh my God. And TC lives on an island. Boom. (laughs) (laughs) That wasn't my takeaway, but I wanted to get that out of the way. Make sure we got all our bases covered. How in the fuck does this guy know all this stuff? And... How is he not getting in trouble for telling everybody? And if the government is as big and scary as he claims, why haven't they done anything to him? Well, he says that they they uh, picked him up one day and took him into a hotel room in New York City. And he said, I'm not afraid of you. Oh, yeah, that's right. He has like a I whole feel about it. Someone can pick me up and take me to a hotel room in New York City. That doesn't sound like a horrible thing to happen to you. I've done that before, and I had a ton of fun. <laughs> oh, I've never visited New York, but I'm I'm looking forward to that. So, I mean, it's going to be Mark because he's the only dude picking me up these days. <laughs> but he'll enjoy, the, though, he'll I enjoy don't the hell out of it. That would not surprise me at all that he would claim he's some sort of communication god with and is on a first name basis with the aliens. Easy. But like I don't know, like Elsie said, if if the government is so scary and evil, then you know, they could have easily taken down his documentary. Uh that is trying to get people to spend a lot of money. And give him a lot of money. But he just... I just couldn't... I was like, talk about the aliens. Stop talking about the government. Stop talking about how evil they are. Stop talking about how they have made everybody kill themselves. And they're trying to make you kill yourself. But you haven't because you're super enlightened and can talk to the aliens. But... He did say that he's suffering from survivor guilt. So that's kind of sad. But all right, is evil though. I do have to say that. (laughs) All right, you know, I um, I think my politics probably lean closer to Jess because may I say it, Jess, what you said, Cheeto. Yeah, that laughed really hard when you said that. (laughs) What he's an evil Cheeto, um, bigoted rapist Cheeto, but. I don't trust the government. I'm pretty sure that they, oh God, they're hiding shit from us. Fuck yeah, they are because they're afraid of what, of how we'll react as a people. They don't trust us to react in a positive, I don't know. That what was another uh, topic that this guy touched on was every portrayal that like Hollywood or the government has given us of aliens is that they're violent. It wasn't true. It's not true. Remember E.T.? He was so cute. That's true. He didn't didn't mention E.T. not one time, Tracy. I know. There are a couple happy alien movies, but those are few and far between. And I think that they really touched on, like, power of positive thinking and enlightenment, which is that rabbit hole that we're going down. Yes. If they can't keep us unhappy, they can't sell us things. They can't control us. They don't want us to to be enlightened. Oh, they'd ra- he'd rather have us spend his money our money on him. Well, it was like what ten bucks for that app? I it saw was ten I bucks. Do it. I couldn't. I'm yeah. 
I bought it. So when we're together, we'll use it. Um, what I found most interesting about this whole documentary was his discussion on consciousness and field consciousness and um, the experiment that they did with the water crystals. Oh, that was cool. That blew my mind. Um, I've read about that before because you know, I do a lot. It? I do a lot of. I do a lot of reading happiness. And so I have read that experiment. The experiment has nothing to do with him or aliens. I was trying to figure out what that had to do even with his show. It is the most interesting part of the show, and it has nothing to do with the show. So I, that was fascinating to me. But they do talk about how the vibes you put out and the emotions you put out affect how water freezes. I've read that study before, and that is super, super fascinating. Has absolutely... How did he even tie that into the show? I couldn't remember because I was tuning him out and then I was zoned in watching that because it was fascinating. And then I was like, how did we get there? So the way he tied that in is this, and this kind of ties into the whole government thing too. And why are they not arresting him? So what he's getting at is field consciousness. And this actually reminded me of the manifestation babe that we did a couple weeks ago. At one point during the week, she said, we are doing this work to heal the fucking universe. It's not just about ourselves. It's about healing the fucking universe. And he says the same thing. He's talking about field consciousness. If 1% of the population can get in the same positive vibration, that has an effect on the rest of the community. He said that they have studies where they they would bring up one percent of the population together to meditate and things like ER visits would decrease. Violent crimes would decrease just because these people are meditating within the vicinity of these things. Oh, that's right. And so I think that's how he tied it in. They contact the aliens through ESP. So, like, the guy manifested this alien coming, and then, you know, he saw it, and then it started to go away, and he's like, oh, no, come back, and it came back. So, the aliens can pick up on if you're putting out positive energy or negative energy. So, they're not going to show themselves to somebody that's hostile, apparently. So yeah. He have to believe in April. Yeah. He said that you have to have pure heart, clear intentions, and you need to want to join them in universal peace. So he's, he claims that he knows that they are not hostile. And the reason is, is because they've made plenty of contact and no one's ever been hurt. I would have to think that they probably are not hostile because if they are that much more advanced than we are, it oh, the worst feels group. like they could eliminate us if they wanted to, you oh, know? Oh, no threat. Thank goodness they're like, oh, they're little puppies, little human puppies. Oh, it's okay if they pee on the floor. They're learning. Well, we're kind of learning, <laughs> but, you know, it's fine. <laughs> oh, little atomic bomb. Oh, they're figuring it out. They'll get it. That's where I thought you were going with with why they're here, Murr, because they said something at one point about 
soldiers out in the field and apparently they were carrying an atomic bomb or something and this guy had a visit from the aliens like you know you guys are gonna kill your planet you need to stop doing this you remember that? yeah yeah i do that i think that's probably what that is what i was alluding to they are visiting to stop us from destroying this planet they're concerned about our hostility So, Dr. Greer claims, but it makes sense to me. I think I'm buying it. Oh, my God, you guys. I think I'm one of those people that believes everything she hears. (laughs) (laughs) God. This whole podcast really interesting. (laughs) Right? I can't wait to watch something totally opposing to these views and watch me agree with it. Loch Ness Monster is next. I wanted to do the uh, Satanic Temple next. I was kidding. I was just trying to come up with something that maybe you wouldn't believe in immediately. Oh, no. (laughs) I believe in just about everything. (laughs) (laughs) Submission to find something she doesn't believe in. Mark and I were watching um, Sabrina the other night, and that's one of our guilty pleasures. We fucking love Sabrina the Teenage Witch, the newer versions of it. It's a little dark and uh, fun. But anyway, in this last episode that we watched, um, oh, I'll forget his name. But anyway, he went to go live in the fairy world. And I looked at Mark because he invited Theo to go with him. And Theo wouldn't go with him to the fairy world. And I looked at Mark. Why? Why would you not go to the fairy world? And he said, I don't know, Mary. I I don't know. I would go to the fairy world. (laughs) (laughs) You got to go to the fairy world if you're invited to the fucking fairy world. I forget what movie it was, but the fairies were evil. Oh, I think you're thinking of Labyrinth where they bit people. Yes. Yeah. See, you can have a little swarm of little biting flying things. Well... You know, those are those are rotten little fairies, but I think that for the most part, fairies are pretty fucking cool. And by the way, I love The Labyrinth. It is my favorite movie from my childhood. Same. Oh, my God. Oh, oh, that's so bizarre. <laughs> David Bowie. Oh, yes. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Yep. I can quote the whole uh, beginning where she's running around with her book and her long dress. It's such a great movie. Yeah, for sure. Oh, it's on Amazon Prime, which, by the way, I forgot to tell the whole world that that is where you can find the uh, documentary. Listen, Cash of the Fifth Kind Contact has begun. Mm-hmm. What's the YouTube video about the unicorn? Do you remember that from a while ago? It's the one with Charlie? Yeah, Charlie. <laughs> Charlie. Charlie. Shun the non believer. <laughs> I don't think I've seen this YouTube video. Oh my gosh. You have to watch it immediately. Yes. Should I watch it right now while we're recording? No, because no, it's oh. long. It's oh. long and it deserves your full attention. Oh, okay. Okay. Well, then I won't there's, watch it just yet. And there's like three of them or something. Mm-hmm. They're so funny. Ridiculous. 
Thank you right. so much for knowing what that was, Elsie, because it was I, making me crazy. I could not <laughs> if I guessed it on the first try. <laughs> <laughs> Jack didn't know it either. I introduced him to that the other day, and he's like, what did you watch? I was like, oh, it was like one of the first YouTube videos I've ever seen. Yeah, it's a long time ago. Mm-hmm. And what was that? There was another one about a lizard, um, and he was like... Something about chairs. That's oh, not, not my, my chair, chair not, not my problem. Not my problem. <laughs> I say that to my kids all the time. Gracie wanted me to do something the other day for one of her friends. Like, not my chair, not my problem. <laughs> <laughs> the only reason I know that is from the time we were driving down to Louisville to the Matt Nathanson concert when we barely knew each other, and I looked over. Tracy was driving, and I looked out the window. And uh, it was raining. It was a little rainy and some water coming down on the rocks. And I said, I love water. Like waterfalls and lakes and rivers. Showers. I like water. And Tracy was like, oh, my God, what is wrong with you? Wow. And that reminded her of the uh, Not My Chair, Not My Problem video because apparently the lizard dude goes through like a whole list of weird things like that. That he likes. Yeah. Anyway. Now I need to see this lizard video after this. So send us both. Yes. Okay. But it's like we're getting story. off topic. And I do want to say before we hang up that I think I have seen aliens before. <gasps> oh, shit. Why didn't you interrupt us sooner? It's hard sometimes. <laughs> so I was driving with, I think we were just dating at the time, but it was with Jack. And we were going up 71 North. And uh, there were three lights in the sky. And the one in the back would flicker out. And then all of a sudden, you'd see flickering and it turn on above the other two. And just for like miles, they're like, it was like leapfrog and it was for like, are you seeing this? This is crazy. It was just weird lights in the sky. I mean, maybe it was, you know, something at right pat. I don't know. And then, um, I don't know if you guys remember it was in Westchester, maybe two or three years ago, there was this giant block in the sky and it was in the newspaper and, um, I can't find it anywhere now, but my dad and my son saw it. It's just this big black block. I remember that. Good. I'm glad somebody else remembers that. I don't I remember. remember that. No. And you can't find it like on the internet anywhere? You not find it. You know why? The CIA took it down. They probably did because that was part of Project Mockingbird. Oh, hold on. I want to write that down. Project Mockingbird. Uh, research. Yeah. Oh, God. I love that part where they're talking about the CIA and NSA having agents planted to create all this fake news. Yeah. Makes total sense. Can't trust anything. Conspiracy theory episode. Oh, my God. We totally, um, I, here's the thing. I believe everything. We've already covered that. So whatever conspiracy theory we uh, learn about and be like, dude, I don't know. I do think for myself, I'm, I'm not giving myself enough credit. There are a lot of things I don't believe, but I believe that I can tap into my 
to my unbound consciousness and make some crazy mag- magical shit happen. And you make like I believe no. I can fly. <laughs> Tracy can fly in her dreams. Oh, I do it all the time. Yeah, I don't fly in my dreams. Do either of you girls, other girls, do you? You do, Jess? Yeah. Jess, how do you do it? How do you do it? It's kind of like a levitation. Like, I don't have wings or anything. I just, like, Superman, I guess. So I I but have to jump. <laughs> I have to jump and move my arms a certain way. And when I hit the wind, just right I go really high and I can go higher and higher it gets really exciting as you get higher because you know you have to get back down but I do it all the time in my dreams all the time huh. yeah. I fly I've in my never dreams. done that in my dreams no cool. I'm feeling like you're falling but not oh, oh yeah, yeah. Like I'm after the fly. I've had that feeling like <laughs> It's so bizarre. It's like, like a car, like if you were to draw a mountain, like how tiny the tip of the mountain is, I'll feel like I'm like laying on that and I'm rolling off of that itty bitty tip of the mountain and falling off. And that's when I wake up in a panic, (laughs) but I've never been able to fly in my dream. I've never tried though. I think I might try it tonight while I'm sleeping. I'll let you know how it turns out. Let's know how it goes. Because even just talking about it makes me feel like if I go outside, I can do it because it's so real. That is awesome. You're the first person I thought of when he talked about, um, I don't know, his astral body or something. Not his, but some other person that he knew. Their astral body. Well, I have an astral body. (laughs) I'm not sure you do, but I'm claiming it. (laughs) Out of this world, baby. What other questions do we have about aliens? I mean, before TC falls asleep, because she looks struggling there. She wants I know. To dream about flying. I just, I, I found. I'll say it again. My, my final takeaway was the whole collective consciousness thing. I found very interesting, and I'd like to do some more research about that. So. I agree. That was my takeaway, too. I didn't like the show, and I forced my way through it, and I moved my cursor a million times to see how much time I had left. But I will say that one thing that keeps coming up over and over and over in my life right now is this whole idea of meditation. And I'm still not doing it. I'm, I'm not sure what's holding me back. I need to just learn how to meditate. Same. I feel like that's... Same. Yeah, I feel like it's... It's coming at me at all angles, and I just need to do it. Yeah, and we don't have to, you know, ask aliens to come visit us. But I think that a meditation would be good. We should, we should, we should uh, do that. Yeah, maybe we can find a meditation resource and and try that and and get on our soapbox. That could be our suds challenge for the week. Introduce us to a. Uh, a meditation app or program that you enjoy. Mm-hmm. Yeah. I like it. I really like the part where they said stay curious because that piqued my attention because that's Mer's uh, 
tagline out at the end of the show. That's our shtick. Whether you guys like it or not, we're all about staying curious and learning new things and talking about it. But they do encourage researching on the internet. I like that part. And then that was right when I saw that. It was right around the big uh, Facebook thing. Did you guys get logged out of Facebook? Like thousands of people got logged off of Facebook at the same time. And they were talking about a big continental communication blackout. Oh, I have a <laughs> a neighbor in my on my neighbor's app was talking about this. She's like, it's the big reset and people throughout the country are without internet. Like I lost internet access one day last a couple weekends ago. But this woman was serious about this reset. I think it's gonna happen. She was talking about a communication blackout. So the government can do that. Like even GPS is owned by the government. They can, they can shut that stuff down at their whim. That's scary. You know what, girls? I can navigate by the motherfucking sun. So shut it down, bitches. I'd be screwed. I have no sense of direction. It's nighttime now. Can you navigate by the stars, too? All right. I have an idea. I didn't have a sense of direction at all, but on this little island where I live in the middle of the sea, I, I can tell you at, at most points of time where north, south, east, and west is. That's good for you, Tracy. I'm proud of you. Impressive. Sound, that sounded sarcastic to most of the world, but she meant it. <laughs> To be clear. <laughs> All right. All right. Minute, because it's been a couple hours now. So. I know. It sure has. I don't think so, unless, I, I mean, I think we all got in our takeaway. Jess, I don't think you told us what your takeaway was from your first 10 minutes of it. <laughs> 30. Uh, 30 minutes. Oh, you watched 30 minutes. So you watched the credits mm-hmm. twice. And I don't know if I had a takeaway from that i mean i definitely gonna go try to google the black box of westchester right see if i can find anything good luck send us a link if you find it yeah suds let us know what your uh, favorite meditation app or tool is we'd love to hear from you on that and until next time dive in stay curious and be happy you've been listening to another episode of siren soapbox before you go please show your support by subscribing and leaving an honest review for the show wherever you listen to podcasts stay connected to the sirens on facebook at siren soapbox and if you haven't already tell your community about the siren soapbox so they can join this thriving sisterhood too Thank you and catch you on the next episode.